So occasionally over the years I've had beautiful instruments that are absolutely unplayed from the 1930s, 1940s and you don't know what their history is but sometimes it's because they have a factory fault that oh, okay, nobody yeah. wants to play it because it's completely out of tune. That, you know, uh, I've had a few of those and I've found the faults and I've rectified them. Uh-huh. So I've had some really beautiful instruments over the years. I think probably there's probably two instruments that uh, stand out as the ones that I wish I'd never sold and there was one of them was uh, when I very first started I didn't know bloke went oh yeah I want to give my wife a saxophone for her birthday and I just want her to have it on a stand in the corner of the room it doesn't have to play it's just an ornament and I managed to find him before I knew much about saxophones Uh and very quite an early Adolf Sax the inventor yeah yeah one of his saxophones that was in beautifully engraved absolutely beautiful instrument um and uh and I, I lovingly gave this to this bloke who was like paid 80 quid for it i can't remember it was years ago and he was like oh cheers mate i'm gonna have i love you engraved on the front of it and i was just like no, no way. way ruining this piece of history that's probably was actually in hindsight was probably worth 50 times what he paid for it you know it was an early Adolf sax, so it was probably worth a lot of money. Um, uh, that was a crime. So I, I saw the error of my ways there and realised <laughs> that never sell anything that's of real worth yeah. to people who won't appreciate it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But the other, the other thing I had was uh, this, again, before I had the internet, before I knew about the internet, <laughs> before I had, I had a beautiful old Selma saxophone that had all these gemstones on it. They were just like glass, you know, it was glass, purple glass okay. all over it. And all these feather touch pieces were designed like feathers, you know, and there was jewel on the front of it at the top. It was silver plated. Looked looked really interesting. It didn't look beautiful, but it looked very interesting. Yeah. But I didn't think much of it. And I sold it. I remember selling it to an accountant in Nottingham years and years and years ago. And it was quite an early, it was like 1920s, Selma. Mm-hmm. But uh, about two years ago, I was on the internet and I looked at the Selma main website and they had this, this one of their history pages. They have very few instruments, not many on the whole website. There's only like 20 instruments on the whole website. Uh-huh. And I turned to this page and it was like, like 1928. Uh, this was made for an exhibition in, in Spain, the grand exhibition in Spain. It was a one-off and I looked at it oh, and it was, it was pretty much the same saxophone. So I didn't have the original. What I sold was the prototype for that one off. Oh, okay. So they tested it on the one that I sold. And then it said, it went on to say, oh, and the inlaid stone was amethysts. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was glass or plastic. <laughs> Flipping amethyst all over it. No way. So how, how much did it did it say how much that kind of no might have retailed out of? No just... idea. I mean, you know, it's probably five to ten thousand pounds worth. But I sold it for seven hundred pounds to an accountant in Nottingham, and I had no idea who he is. I could never, probably never, find his phone number. Oh, 